Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On December 20th, 2019, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course, with us because of our great partnership, with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? Uh, good morning. Good morning. I'm well, very well. It's Friday. Good morning. It is Friday. Good morning and happy Friday. Happy, happy almost happy. Christmas Friday. Happy, happy uh, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Jackie, I... Here you had a rather, shall we say, shitty week. <laughs> yes, I guess. I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that. But it is all resolved very quickly. Um, we had a little plumbing problem. Uh, little is putting it mildly. Uh, everything started backing up in our house. Toilets, bathtubs. There was water coming up through everything. Um, turns out. Uh, the, the the main sewer line on our street backed up, and it backed up into our house. Fun, fun, but yeah. I have to tell you something. Our plumbers <laughs> were amazing. Our plumbers were fantastic, stayed with us the entire time, and didn't charge us for it, I'll add. The fire department was fantastic, the Torrance Fire Department, and uh, the, the Torrance City Works people came out. They got the whole thing resolved. It was a Sunday night at, like, 9 o'clock when this happened, um, so... All is well, all is resolved, uh, and the carpet cleaners are making some extra money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what happens with when that – is that a city liability issue, or do you own, like, you know, the pipe from the city sewer to your house? How – you know, who's on the hook for all that? Well, actually, we're going to send uh, our expenses into the city because it's a city issue. It wasn't – our line was clear. It was the city line that was backed up. i got to tell you something that when they opened the manhole cover, uh, the manhole covers go 15 feet down, there was water mm-hmm. bubbling to the surface. 
The yeah. sewage was bubbling the surface. Yeah, that's how that's how bad of a stoppage it was. But they came. It was it was great because you know the fire truck shows up, and then the giant truck vac. You know these things are mm-hmm. they're they're as big if not bigger than the garbage trucks. So basically, every man that lives on my street was out in the street watching them suck out the sewage. <laughs> it was a little it was a little noisy, you know, in all these big trucks and they and they're so big they blocked off the entire street so cars couldn't get yeah. through. But pretty much as soon as they pulled up, everybody on the street came out and was like, "What's going on?" But all has been resolved, and I'm thrilled with the response uh, from the city. They were great. Not, well, nice mm. shout mm. out to Taurus, yeah. everybody. Um, good. I'm glad that is uh, that's resolved because um, it's never fun to have happen. It's never happened to me, but I have. I know no. other people it's happened to, and particularly at this time of year, talk about like go time, you know. In right. Oh boy. So. Um, yeah. Well, good. well, I, I guess, I guess we have to, um, I guess these lines that there's so I don't know what it's called like a backstop valve or something like when the water flows yeah. out but when something tries to come in it should close so we still need to get that resolved so yeah the backflow um yeah yep yeah oh boy okay well I've been um uh, just waiting all week to say that and uh thank you for <laughs> indulging me but I, I'm glad <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really happy uh people uh, had so a good time People yeah. had a good time with it on Facebook. Oh, crappy. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. oh that's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many yeah. Po- how many poop emojis did you get? You know, right, yeah. exactly. Can, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Joe, I hope your week has been better. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think a little bit uh, uh, <laughs> better than that. We haven't had any backups. Um, things have been uh, flowing very nicely, and uh, we are uh, we're going to have a, we had a friendsgiving. I think we're going to have a, a similar uh, Christmas because um, all of our children, or well, two thirds of our children, are up north. My daughter mm-hmm. is hosting Christmas for her significant other's family in Kelseyville, California. Oh, mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, we're we're looking for uh, stellar reports of, of fun and frivolity, but uh, we don't know how that's going to go. Actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. very quiet right. for us. It's going to be very quiet. I, I, I have we to tell might you. end up what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking we might end up. Uh, someplace I don't know where, but somewhere out of the house for for Christmas. We'll see. We're working. Well, on. I have. I, I wanted to mention to Kelly that um, you, you know, you know, we talked about this last week or the week before that. You know, most of my gifts I have to ship, so I have to shop early. But um, mm-hmm. this week yeah. I um I put stuff on my list, and those all important host and hostess gifts, which I went over to uh, to Bularasa. And um, nice. I found everything I everything oh. I needed everything I needed yeah yeah so I'm all set now pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see the little keychains right at the checkout? Uh oh yes mm-hmm. yes was... the one. They're, 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 some are shaped in the state of California and others are little surfboards. Those. The what day were you there? Were you there on? Oh, like, uh, it was Monday. Monday. Yeah, early in the week, Monday oh. or Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. She had a little, um, uh, not not so little, but like a gallon type of 
shaped type of jar full of Donald Trump keychains. Like oh, no, I missed those. <laughs> no, I missed those. I missed those. <laughs> I, uh, and I was there like on Monday, and then I went back on Wednesday. Same thing. You know, keep going, oh, I need one more gift. Oh, I need that, you know. And uh, I had seen them on Monday, and I'm like, and they – if you pressed them just right, they made a little noise, um, which you couldn't really, wasn't real audible. But um, I, when I went back on Wednesday to get another gift, there was like four left in the bucket, you know. Um, <laughs> but they were right, quite right. the controversy, quite the controversy. <laughs> you can only imagine. And, yes, I did buy one, and uh, I, I tagged it onto my brother's gift, which I shipped to the East Coast. I'm sure he's not listening because I'm his little sister. And I'm like, Puh. you know, so it'll still be a surprise when he gets it. <laughs> but, um, yes, um, all sorts of, I can't believe she's carrying those, too. That's, um, <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh, to Oh, my gosh. Or, you know, and I'm like. It's a, it's whatever, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I was wondering if you saw those because I know um, I yes, you have opinions I as we do all. I did not see those. I, w- I totally have people I would have bought those for. But I have to tell you something funny. Um, uh, yesterday morning, right? So I go in there. I get uh, these, these hostess gifts. They wrap them for you. I brought them all home. You know, I put them in the spare room, you know, so because we're going to friends' homes for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And, mm-hmm. and, and they're all sitting there all ready to go. And yesterday morning, my husband is walking out the door, and he says, oh, I have a company Christmas thing tonight. I need a gift. Do you have anything for me? You know, and I went, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. all right, and so I had to give them one. You know, hostess gifts are, you know, they're 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 not specific. You know what I mean? A nice candle mm-hmm. or coat or right. something. So mm-hmm. I ended up having to give him one, and then I had to go back out yesterday and replace it. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you well, I'm still not done shopping. Uh, this is probably a first for me. I, I am definitely behind this year. Um, I'm going to be out early tomorrow morning. Um, <laughs> finishing up. I, I was already up at like 4 a.m. looking online. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, it's just only because I've been busy. But um, I have other things that I'm, you know, have completed and I know what I'm cooking for Christmas Eve dinner, blah, 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 blah. But uh, I'm a little last minute this year. I, I'll admit it. I'll raise my hand and go, yep, I'm, you know, I'm last minute. So are, you, are, your, boys not, home, are, are your boys home yeah. for Christmas this year? Yeah. Okay. Yes, they are. So, you know, my oldest is out of college and back living with me at home. He is gainfully employed, but, you know, li- moving out at this in this day and age and in this market is kind of a little crazy. So he is around, and then my younger son is home um, from college, and he'll be home for like about a, about a month, and then my dad comes down on Monday. So I'll have, nice. you know, a bunch of men mm-hmm. to feed. So all good. Nice. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So a couple um, things for this uh, weekend. It's the Beach City's Holiday Toy Drive. Um, have you ever been to that? And help wrap all the presents. They wrap a bazillion presents. Um, the, you know, the Hermosa Beach Fire Department, the Manhattan Beach Fire Department, um, a lot of the city councilmen are there. But the 27th Annual Beach City's Toy Drive and Wrapping Party, they start at 11 a.m. on Saturday. And uh, it's at the Hermosa Civic 
um, community center this year, 701, excuse me, 710 Pier Avenue in Hermosa Beach. And But all the cities get together and wrap, 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 wrap. Um, they don't stop until it's all done, and uh, it's, it's quite fun. So if you uh, are, are craving the ability to wrap more presents than you already have, <laughs> uh, all hands on deck. Uh, you know, scissors, tape, everything. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's very festive, and there's Christmas music, and everybody's there helping out, pitching in, and all those toys are donated donated out to your needy families in the area. Um, I, I believe a lot of the firemen um, deliver them and what have you. So, anyway, um, mm-hmm. that's going to be a fun little venture tomorrow. I did that years ago. Um, if I wasn't so behind on my Christmas shopping, I probably would go tomorrow. But I, I'm not sure I'm going to make it this year. Um, and then what else? Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, there's nothing else big this weekend, just last-minute holiday shopping. And then, you know, we head into all the New Year's parties, which are looming. And I know we're not going to be on there next week. So just a little shout-out to all of our friends, you know, Shade um, Manhattan, Shade Redondo, the West Drift. They're all having New Year's Eve parties. So get your tickets, people. Get those fun outfits, all the glitter, get those nails done, and um, make some fun plans for New Year's Eve. How do you guys spend New Year's Eve? Are you a go-out person, or are you kind of a stay-home, nice dinner, good movie type of person? Well, I we stay home on New Year's Eve because I have a New mm-hmm. Year's Day brunch every year. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm, the, the two days before New Year's, I am a cooking fool, and um and so yeah so so we we stay in New Year's Eve and then we have some friends over on New Year's Day. Okay, mm-hmm. very nice. And Joe, what about you? We have well, when the kids were here, we would stay home, and because the kids were going out, and we tried mm-hmm. to you know make a nice solid home base for them, uh, whether it was presents or or whatever you know dressing up they needed and so forth and they needed help with but when the kids are not here sometimes we go to the pier in Hermosa and we we sit and listen to the music uh they're going to have music down there i i'm sure i don't know if it's going to yes. be the same Lou, as it has Lou, been in, uh, yes yes it's blue giovanetti and his big band it's always a fun fun time on yes. Pier avenue that's yeah. a fun fun time i love that we love doing that. That works well for us. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hear you. I've always kind of been home based also uh, when my kids go out <clears throat> and or, or just go to a neighbor's house, you know, and have a nice dinner and yeah. enjoy that way. too. Yeah. But, um, you know, my, my it's a tradition in my family to eat black eyed peas on New Year's Day yes. because my father is from the South and it is horrible bad luck for an entire year according to him if we don't make black eyed peas. So we always start that usually the night before okay. in a crock pot, you know, a little ham, little black eyed peas on New Year's Day, watch, you know, the parade, the football, whatever and, and just relax. Right. So New Year's right. Eve also is kind of a little low key for me. Um anywho, so uh, they're here. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays, everybody. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be off the next, we're going to be off the next two weeks. Uh, we'll be, we'll be re-airing some programs. Uh, so, uh, yeah. We get a little so break. So we come back. Our next show is on the 10th of January, right? Uh, uh, I, think, next I show think it's the, the I think 10th. it's the 8th. I think it's the 8th. Is it the 8th? No. I think it's the 8th. Uh, Jan- no. 
It's January the 10th. 10th is a Friday. Yes, January 10th. Okay. The 10th. All right. So we're all off right. on the 27th of mm. December, off on the 3rd. That sounds so far away, but it really isn't. Um, wow, that does sound like January 10th. Uh, well, I've already got my guests lined up. You've got to be very proud of me. Now, if I can just get all their information, oh. uh, you know, you'd be even more proud of me. But um, we're going to start off with some um, healthy food in the new year as our guest. So um, right. I'm excited. Anyways, all right. Um, so what should we do? Let's get should to we, it. Uh, let's, let's get, get to, to it. it. Let's get to it. Let's get to our guest. Uh, Our guest this morning is Hogan Peters. He's the founder, creator of You Surf Wax. That's Y-E-W. Now, Hogan was born and raised in Westchester County, right outside of New York City. He grew up playing ice hockey and surfed whenever he had the chance, mostly on Long Island. Hogan transferred to LMU in the winter of 2018 from Hobart and William Smith Colleges in upstate New York, which allowed him to surf every day, sometimes three sessions a day. He currently lives in Manhattan Beach and is thrilled to be part of such a great community. Hogan created You Surf Wax, which is made from beeswax. It's environmentally friendly and totally rad. He opened a pop-up shop in North Manhattan Beach in October and plans to be in that location for at least another year. He loves the beach and ocean and believes in making it more beautiful than how he found it. His motto is, do it clean. Now, this morning, we're going to learn how a landlocked college student moved to the West Coast and became an environmental steward. Uh, welcome to the program, Hogan. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Thank you, Jackie. Good morning, uh, Kelly and Joe as well. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, stoked to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, you know, uh, Hogan, it's, it, what's really impressive about this presentation, the website, youstoked.com, Y-E-W-stoked.com, is, is the, uh, the, the, it's so well put together. I love the testimonials. That's the way to sell this product. Uh, it's, it's really uh, wonderful. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you. Um, the, uh, the website, it, it's taken a lot of work. Everything's a work in progress, but, um, you know, it's, it's great to get the bars out um, to a bunch of people. And, uh, yeah, we've gotten a lot of great feedback so far. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's, and I appreciate that. Well, I love small business. Um, I've, I've uh, been a small businessman my, you know, my entire life probably. Uh, I think that you have a great shot at creating a brand. Part of branding is, is uh, recognizing that you have to create uh, something unique to your company. You, uh, tell us about that name. Absolutely. So um, you, uh, or you has uh, been used in the water for decades. Um, also on uh, ski slopes, um, every time Sean White won a gold medal, uh, he said, like, you on the podium. Um, <laughs> so for me, when I yeah, – so for me, when I, uh, I, I left Hobart in the winter of um, 2018, and uh, when I came out here, I was doing a lot of surfing, but at the same time, I was looking for community, and basically, whether I was at Porto or Malibu, everyone in the water was saying, you, and for me, the first few times I was in the water, being that, you know, being the East Coast kid and, you know, in a, in a new place, I didn't feel as comfortable saying it, but to see the community created, I, I really did want to be a part of it. So I started saying it, and honestly, by by saying that, it created my first uh, first few friends out here. 
And, and kind of with that, um, you know, it was one of those things where for me, the word in itself gave me a sense of community and I wanted to be able to expand on that community. And, uh, but at the same time, also make a positive difference. So uh, basically I started looking at environmental issues with um, surfing in general. And then with that, um, you know, we, we can get into it later, but uh, yeah, basically the word in itself mm-hmm. was creating a sense of community. And uh, so for me, I trademarked you and um, yeah, I turned into your environment's wax, hoping to bring that community. Um, yeah. I have to community. ask you something. You tra- I got, I got it. Trademark. I got to ask, I got to ask you something, Hogan, um, reading, reading your bio and writing up the intro. Okay, so this this surf wax is made from beeswax, which uh, for somebody that doesn't know anything about surfing, uh, you would think that would be a no-brainer. Why hadn't somebody else thought of this before? Uh, using using an, an all-natural prod, product as, a, as opposed to petroleum products? Um, Jackie, that, that's, a, that's a great question. So to be completely honest, I, I was thinking the same thing. So I use sex wax my entire life. Um, performance wise, it works well. Um, but I had no idea, um, of its, um, negative environmental impacts until I got out here and was able to surf every day. I actually couldn't get into a surf shop. So I went online to order sex wax and, uh, on their website, it had said, does this product harm the environment? And underneath it, it said yes. And yes. And that got me thinking. And then Further research, basically what, what uh, other surf waxes are, they are paraffin-based. So every time um, a surfer paddles out into the water, it's incrementally um, raising uh, carbon dioxide levels, the paraffin's falling off into the water. And so for, uh, yeah, so, so basically someone should have been doing it. And there were small little YouTube videos about how to do homemade beeswax with reviews where the stuff just basically didn't work. So for me, I, I knew there was a chance of it working, but it was going to take a lot of trial and error. So I started in my dorm room. This is probably, you know, at this point it was, yeah, I'd say about 22 months ago, um, the first bar was made. But since then there's been over 900 formulas working with that beeswax because Yes, there was other people that had said, hey, we should be using beeswax or other sustainable products, but no one had been able to make a product that, you know, that worked. And for me, the environment is the most important thing. But secondly, there's also performance. So, you know, if, if we can help the environment and also give a product that performs the same as the ones that are harming the environment, that's, that's kind of where I, I stood on that. So, yes, there were to kind of bring it back together. Yes, there were, um, there were people suggesting it, but it just hadn't been done to the scale and to the performance level that, uh, that we're doing it with you. Wow. So you're sitting in your door room doing lab experiments, trying to get something that worked. Yes. Yes. Um, and to this day, like I said, we have, um, we have a warm, cool, cold tropical base coat. We're actually releasing our uh, hockey wax in a few weeks. But basically, in all that, like I said, over 900 formulas, we've had 
several that have worked great, but um, it's also been trial and error. We've tested the waters both California, Hawaii, um, a lot of spots on the East Coast, and basically we've uh, put out, out of all those formulas, the bars that have received the best feedback. And, uh, yeah, so – but at the same time, too, uh, the goal is to keep innovating and to keep working, and, uh, yeah. Wow. wow. I, I, that's, uh, it's, that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. Oh, we're trying, trying, yeah. learning, learning as I go. Even, even with this interview, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying here, guys. I, I, I appreciate you bearing with me. <laughs> 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 so, okay. So you start a company, you get a trademark on you. Uh, you now have several people that are using the product daily uh, around the world potentially. Uh, do you have anybody in Indonesia, Australia, uh, that we part have, of the world? We, so we have sent out, we have, yeah, we've had, we've had a few, uh, let's say I, I don't have my numbers in front of me, but yes, we've had bars sent out to uh, Bali, Indonesia, um, right. a few other spots. And then um, we do have bars out in Australia, um, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't want to. I don't want to misspeak on you right here. Let me pull it up. Um, let's see. Let's look. Um, well, yeah. Yes. So, so we you, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, we do. I, my, my point is, is right now it's one of those things where we have low inventory, but it's to, it's all relative. But yes, I'm pulling it up. Yes, we do. We do have bars out in Australia, but also the point where the, our biggest thing right now is kind of yes. I would love to sit here and be like, yeah, we have bars here, 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 and here. For me, it's it's about figuring out ways to scale up, but also scale up to the point where we are still always um, sustainably helping the bees. And would you guys mind if I talk about that a little bit quickly? No, No, please. So I I think one of the biggest things, um, you know, that I I, kind of want to touch on here is yes, we do use beeswax, which is an animal based product. So I would say the, the only things that I've ever, you know, I've, have been brought up to me is does your beeswax actually help um, honeybee populations? Because they understand the, the paraffin, there's no paraffin, it's not raising carbon dioxide levels in the ocean, it's all natural. Um, but in reality, how are you actually helping the honeybees? So for us, I have um, two bee apiaries. I don't own them, obviously, but I have two beekeepers that have two major bee apiaries, uh, one's in Ohio and one's in Florida. And basically, I, I, after a lot of research, I chose them, not only because are they entirely sustainable, but they're also working with um, government officials to help fight colony collapse, which is one of the biggest problems um, in our country, but also in the world right now. So basically, to get into it, the beeswax we're buying is from honeybee colonies that were collapsing. So when there's too much beeswax in, um, in an industrial uh, honeybee colony, they, an industrial in itself exactly sounds really bad. So basically there were beekeepers for decades that had beehives that when there were too much wax in them, they would just throw them away because it was cheaper and they would just get a new hive. But that would waste waste product and also kill 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 living animals and 
so what we're what we're doing is we are paying our beekeepers extra money to go in and take out that beeswax so the colonies don't collapse. So that directly is helping the bees, but then to scale it up even more, both our beekeepers, the second prong was they had to be working with government officials to help fight colony collapse. So they're, they're working with mm -hmm. them both on a local and also um, a national level. So, and, and they're both great people. Uh, so I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you something. I, I I I was checking out your website, and there's there's a ton of uh, great information, interesting information. And not being a surfer, um, I mean, I didn't know things about hot wax and cold wax or hot warm water or cold water. I I didn't know any of this, so I got I I delved deep into your website and I was reading uh, about the bee. I didn't know how traditional surf Thanks. wax was made. Uh, go ahead, Joe. <clears throat> oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so so no, this is all very interesting, and of course we've all read. I mean, it's been going on for years. We've all read about uh, the issues with the bees, and the bees are uh, what do they call what do they call things that are the most important, like the structural stuff. There's a term for it, and I'm I'm just. Uh, hmm. But if the bee, it's like as goes the bees, so goes the world. Um, right. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm totally gelling on this name. I can't remember what it's called, but mm. uh, yeah, the, you know, your website is is super informative. Um, Thank you. I, yeah, so, I I I appreciate that. I uh, but but to be yeah, I, I we we try to get as much as possible out there. Because if you can't tell, I I obviously read a lot, and then with that website, we try to get it all in, but. Um, you know, it, that, that as well is a, is a work in progress. But, yes, we, we try to differentiate between all, all temperatures as well because we, you know, any we've, – we've had people that say wax is wax. It works in all temperatures. I truly believe that, you know, it's, there, there's a different formula for each temperature, and it's always going to perform. Um, you know, we just want the best performing products. So that's why do on our website it's – Do other surf waxes do that, warm water wax, cold water wax? Do other do other? Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. they do. So, okay. So, so the, so the paraffin-based companies do. Um, however, I, I I will say the uh, you know not to totally get into it, but there there have been people that said the formulas don't get switched; they just change the numbers on the you know on the packaging. Ah. But, you know, we, we don't we don't we don't need to go into that, right? <laughs> we don't need to go. No, into that. we don't. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I I was just gonna say, okay. So, uh, Hogan, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, you know, Mister Wonderful from uh, <laughs> from uh, one of ABC's uh, hottest rated shows uh, 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 would Shark probably Tank. say <laughs> Shark Tank would probably say, uh, you know. This is a perfect opportunity for you to approach one of the nation, you know, national companies that sells wax and say, hey, I've got a, you know, uh, a trademark, I've got a following, uh, you can't kill me if you want it, but you should buy me. You should, you know, have a line of beeswax done the way I do it, and you should fund it, and what do you say to that kind of? concept 
That's a very good question, Joe. Um, to be, to be, to be, that's no, that's that. No, that's a really good question. Um, from, from a, from an entire business standpoint, you know, I am always, always open to opportunities, never would close any doors. Um, but from, from a personal standpoint, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm 22. I, I have a lot of learning to do. I, I have a lot of work to do. There's a long ways to go, but I truly believe that at the same time that this brand and you is more than just a brand. It's, it's a mentality and it's a movement and, you know, monetary aside, I, I think that it's something that I want to stand by for the rest of my life in terms of, you know, yeah, I, I, I truly want to lead this. And I think wax is just the beginning because it's something where, you know, every time a surfer paddles out, they're always putting wax on their board. It's the most essential item. And if they're making a conscious effort, right. um, you know, to make a difference every time they're paddling out, that little mentality will carry over to everything else they're doing in life. So yes, right now, as in, in the immediate future, we are surf wax. We're already going to hockey wax um, in the next few weeks. And with that, it's not to, uh, it's not to dilute. It's not to get, you know, out of the way, but it is truly because I, you know, I, I believe that this mentality is something that should have been done and that can be carried over to multiple different industries, but also multiple different households. And the fact that, you know, you don't, you don't need to be surfing our wax. You don't, you know, it's so basically, yeah, I, I, from a business standpoint, if, if it's going to get our message out and it's going to make a bigger difference for a, um, you know, for one of these, uh, you know, for a sex wax to come by, sure. But to, but to be completely mm-hmm. honest, I think, um, you know, for sex wax, they're, they're uh, discrediting everything they've been doing before. If they're, if they're fully putting on their website, um, their product is harmful for the environment. Hey, I, I think that's a great performing, uh, you know, product. But at the same time, I think, I think times are changing. And for me, if, you know, yeah, from a personal standpoint, if they want to be aligned, that's, that's great. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's your, it's your, it's your baby. It's your baby. Absolutely. But, um, but, I, but at the same time too, like I, like I said, it's, it's my baby, but it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a Hogan Peters thing. It's more of a, you know, what, whatever is going to make this work and whatever is going to make the biggest positive difference. Um, in the water and on the land, um, you know, environmentally and socially, and then you know whatever whatever else comes after that, um, it, it happens. Um, I love I love so. that I love that I love that I th- I think that's great. Listen, Joe, let's do our station break. All right, and when we come back, sure, I'm going to take it back a little bit. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South. Show. We come to you every Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. live uh, here, right here in the South Bay. Uh, but of course, you can podcast, you can listen in the car, you can listen while you work out, you can listen at any time. On Thursdays, uh, we have the South Bay Spotlight, where we spotlight one of the wonderful cultural uh, or 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 issue based. Uh, companies and or issue-based uh, happenings in the South Bay. And on Fridays, we feature all the same wonderful things that we feature on Thursdays, but in the context 
of uh, being sponsored by, which we're very proud of, being sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber. We focus on Manhattan Beach and specifically chamber members. So it's Thursdays and Fridays at 8 a.m. Join us. Share with your neighbors and friends. Please uh, uh, support local media. We really appreciate you. And Jackie? Okay, so we're going to go back a little bit, back to your bio here, Hogan. So you're originally from Westchester. Um, i got to ask you, where did you surf? So that's, that's a back. great question. I, I guess, um, so I, I mainly uh, grew up surfing on Long Island um, from most, mostly Southampton, but Southampton to Ditch Plains uh, out in Montauk. And then um, Rockways, Long Beach a little, but I would, I would definitely say Southampton was my, was, was, was my home break. And I, I know that in a sentence, um, you know, I'm sitting here at Porta looking out my window, also incredible, uh, watching, watching these, I'd say they're about three and a half to five and a half foot waves roll in, and you would never see that on Long Island. You know, you would, but <laughs> you and far between. But when it breaks there, it's good. Don't get me wrong. When, it, when, it, when it's breaking, it's good. But for me, yes, I, I grew up surfing on Long Island, but it's, it's not the same as it is out here. I'll, I'll say that. No, no. I, hey, I'm a Rockaway girl, uh, and plenty of my oh, friends. Oh, incredible. Yeah, a lot of my friends are surfers. A lot of my friends are surfers. When it's good, it's good. It's not like it is here consistent. You don't have those consistent breaks. But, uh, yeah, no, I just I just was wondering about that. Um, now, you mentioned – well, I, well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't do my research properly. I, 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 I had no idea you were from Rock. That is, that's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. When did you, you come out here? I, that's, oh, that's cool. too okay. many years ago. Don't, don't ask too many years ago, but my whole family is back five there. Five or six? So I okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, um, and she well, came, she came out to surf also. That's the reason why Jackie yeah, came well, out. Well, be, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I wanted to ask you. So you went to school upstate New York, and so I'm just curious, what was the impetus for the transfer? Was it was it strictly scholar scholarly uh, reasons that you <laughs> you transferred, or was the surf and uh, something you know that was a big part of it? Be truthful. So, uh, <laughs> and, and to be yeah, to be to be totally to be totally honest, um, I I think that uh, there were a lot of factors that played in. Um, when I was at Hobart, academics were a priority. I had uh, got yeah, I had, I had originally played a lot of hockey growing up. I had went to Hobart, you know, with with some thoughts of hockey, but mainly academics. And then um, yeah, it, it's uh, it was a cool school, but it gets cold up there. And uh, you know, my family's from Buffalo, so I, I you know, I I lasted there for two and a half years. But it was one of those things where, yeah, I was I was working hard in school, and it was December of finals week, my junior year, and basically, I just really wanted to change. I wanted to, you know, I, I don't want to say I felt like I was plateauing, but I felt like I was in a classroom and kind of just doing the same stuff over and over. I wanted to get out and experience things. And I had a lot of friends going abroad. Um, and I think abroad's an incredible you know, thing to do. But for me, I, I don't know. I, I just think I wanted to see if I could find something like in the, in the U S where I could, I don't know, make, make a new beginning almost. And California with the surfing um, was that played into it was that place because I wasn't playing as much hockey. I needed something to do. And then, yeah. So I called up LMU uh, during finals week and or mid yeah finals of uh, the fall semester. And 
Yeah, then, then the rest was history. But basically, surfing played into it, but it was not the uh, it was not the only reason. But I will say, California was the spot because surfing played into it. And then, uh, but but when I came out here, I could never have imagined, you know, that that I'd be sitting staring at El Porto right now and, you know, have this incredible <laughs> opportunity. So, you know, and be talking to you guys. Like, I mean, my goodness, I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't even gotten to, I made a few hundred bars last night. I haven't even gotten to bed yet. And it's like talking to you guys. I'm like, this is, this is crazy, but I appreciate you guys listening. To me, so. <laughs> so, uh, so I want to, I would, can I jump in here? I want to jump in and, talk for a minute about how um, we met at the chamber, how we met Hogan. Um, Cause it's, it's a fun story. And then Hogan, I have a question for you at the end of it. Um, it's oh, not geez. a test. Um, <laughs> but, what are you getting um, so me for Kelly? It was, it was about a month ago and uh, he, Hogan walked into the office um, met Carolina because Carolina sits out in the main area. My office is kind of back, you know, around the corner and my desk, I cannot see who walks in the front door. I can hear people, you know, but I can't see. So it's in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and uh, he he walks in and, you know, Carolina's like, can I help you? She's always very pleasant and very calm. And he's like, you know, in in true Hogan energy form, he's like, yeah, you know, I just want more information. I I have a pop-up business and he's going on and, and, and Carolina goes, okay, well, um, what's the name of your business? And he goes, you. And she goes, goes, and he's like, you. And she's like, uh, and she's kind of giggling. She's like, wait a minute, what? Somebody else. What made you 
come into the Chamber of Commerce here in Manhattan Beach? So to be um, entirely honest, I when I when I first got here, my my biggest question my biggest question was, this place is incredible. How do I get more involved? Um, and I I don't know if that was my exact Google search, but I basically said typed in how do I get involved in Manhattan Beach and. You know, I don't want to totally get fact checked, but I'm pretty sure one of the first things that come up comes up is the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. And oh my God, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm pretty sure, but like, I'm sure if anyone goes and like, I'm gonna, but I, I really, I do think that is, I do think that's what came up. And I put in a call, and I think you guys were off hours, so I left the voicemail, and this was like a few like. Yeah, like probably like a few hours before you guys opened up. And then I was so eager just to come in and see what's going on. Clearly, I was rambling. Um, but basically, yeah, <laughs> I had I'd done a Google search within 24 hours. And, yeah, the next thing you know, I was in there. You were awesome. Uh, Carolina was great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, was, that was how it went down. It was got into the store. How do we, how do we get more involved? And the best, the best place to do was, was through you. And, uh you know, that's why I'm here now. So I would, yeah. I appreciate all, well, okay. I appreciate everything you've done. And I know it's only been a month, but it's been a lot. So thank you. Well, it, yeah, no, we appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your journey. Uh, Jackie and Joe, his timing was very fortuitous because, um, you know, he's like, I want to meet people. Who can you introduce me to? What can we do? And, and you know, but, I mean, I drink caffeine and I talk fast, but Hogan, you know, he's, man, he's like, he's a caffeine and Kelly on steroids, you know. And, and, um, and he, you know, I'm like, you know what? Um, there's something happening in town right now, like this weekend. And I know the person in charge, and it was the World um, Surfing Organization was having their worldwide conference in town. Wow. And I, I happen to know, you know, the president and CEO, um, who is a woman, by the way. I need to get her on the show. Um, good friend of mine and lives up on the north mm-hmm. end. And I'm like, we got to get you in front of these people. And um, it was all sold out. It was a little bit late to actually get him involved in the conference, what have you. But they were having a surf day down on uh, in El Porto on the beach. I think it was like that Saturday or Sunday. And I said, you got to go down and you got to be there and you got to take your wax. And I'm going to call, you know, call and text my friend. She's crazy busy right now with people from all over the world in town. But I'm going to text her and say, you know, this young man is going to come down and say hello to you and you need to say hi and introduce me to people. <laughs> so um, that's what the chamber does, right? We connect people and his timing was perfect, but um, it's also you know, nice to be able to uh, introduce people with these amazing ideas and products and, and businesses, you know, to interesting people in the area too. So Hogan, you are a pleasure, and I thank you for for joining our chamber and allowing us to be, you know, a part of um, you. Um, I love the way you say. It. Can you just say it one more time? I think Jackie likes it too. I hear her giggling every time you say it. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Kelly. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, I know. I'm sure if someone said, you know, I do say, I do say it a lot now where people are like, when I used to say like you to my friends that like, I, yeah, I, I go home and where I'm still, tr- the words totally caught on now. But when I first would go home, they were like, you like me, like who? And I'd be like, no, like, like you. So that's, that's why I can't, I, I always say it in that voice now. And it's, yeah, 
I, I think I walked into a uh, restaurant. I may have been uh, fish bar the other night. Great spot. Um, or OBs, both great spots. It, either or. But I, someone was like, oh, what's the name? And I was like, you. And the <laughs> table next to us looks at me. And I think I said it at the beginning of the dinner, too, and at the end. And he goes to me, he goes, like, why do you keep saying that? And why do you keep saying it like that? And I, like, went into this whole thing. And then I'm thinking, like, this guy, I'm so, like, apologizing. I just totally annoyed this guy, my dad. And then at the end of it, I, the guy is saying you the entire time. And then the next table over was saying it. So, and none of them surfed. They were all visiting. I think one, they were from Vegas, and someone else was from, like, Montana. So totally different locations. But I, I thought that was the coolest thing about the word. Uh, was that at first they were like, what is this kid doing? And then, you know, <laughs> and then they were all saying and having fun with it. So, Well, I think we're all going to be saying it now. I mean, I, I didn't know about it. I didn't know. It's obviously, as you said, part of the surf culture and snowboarders and stuff, of which neither, I, you know, I don't belong to either of those. But now I'm going to be saying it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> That is awesome. Thank you. And and also too, I do want to touch on this. We um we we are in this little little self promote, but more more too for um the hockey players out there. We the word you like you has been used in hockey also, um when players score goals. That is why our first um you know, and also as a big hockey player, our 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 next wax other than surfing, is our hockey wax, um, which is also the same concept, entirely environmentally friendly. um, And that will be coming out um, within the next week. So that's another Talk about the the hockey wax. Yeah, that's the next thing I was going to ask you, Hogan. What what part of hockey do they use wax? Obviously, I'm not a hockey. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's, it's totally going. It's – Hockey's a great sport, though. Hockey's just, uh, you know, we, uh, it would be really cool if we had, a, you know, an outdoor rink here, but I think our weather is too good for that. Um, but uh, so what do hockey, what do hockey uh, players use wax for? So they put it on the blades of their sticks. So when you tape up, uh, when you tape your stick, you put wax on the blade to basically, for starters, it keeps ice off it. Um, so snow and ice from building up throughout the course of a game. Um, but it also adds traction, so for better puck control. And then um, a new thing, not a new wow. thing, but it's always been around, is the move, uh, move called the Michigan, um, where they stick the puck to their stick and shoot it lacrosse style. That's um, trending now. It, it was trendy, but it recently, with uh, Instagram and TikTok, it's become another trend even in practices. So our bars are sticky enough where you could just kind of stick the puck to your stick with that um, if you apply enough wax. But also, too, if you don't apply that much, you don't have to worry about it being overly sticky. But, um, yeah, I, most, a majority of hockey players do use wax. Um, and the funniest part is, is they use sex wax. Um, and they, I would say, and this is, once again, I, don't, I shouldn't have this data in front of me, but uh, basically I, I think it's like, 70% of hockey players uh, using stick wax is sex wax, and they have no idea that sex wax has anything to do with surfing. But then the other 30% know, think that they're using surf wax on their hockey stick. So basically, the paraffin issue is the same. And also, with hockey, another thing is when all these kids are putting – all same concept with surfboards, but to not you know, totally get into it, 
when all the kids in the locker room are putting the, these paraffin waxes on their sticks, that paraffin and that bleach is on their skin. It's going into their gloves. They're sweating. That's getting into them. So if you think of all the bad sunscreens with, you know, chemicals in it right now that everyone's combating for the oceans, but also for skin health, it's the same thing with waxes. So the hockey wax that everyone's using, sex wax, is, or Howie's, not only is it paraffin-based, so, but that in itself, because you're sweating, because your hands are getting hot, those, yeah, you're, you're basically sweating in that bleach and paraffin into your skin. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah, you, you, not, not you, you. You. <laughs> you. Yeah. It, no, it, this one's you. Ew. Oh, ew. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no yeah. you, you, and you. Uh, <laughs> but, but the bars are super fun. They work well. We actually we took them to Toyota Sports Center the other day. A uh, bunch of uh, bunch of youth players got them. I'm still a kid, so I was about to say a bunch of kids, but that's not. You know, I'd, I'd say about a <laughs> bunch of uh, eight to eight to 10 year olds had them. They were super excited about it. And that was, that was really cool to see. And I, you know, I would just for, I'd love to grow, continue to help grow the hockey community out here. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I think this could be a cool way to do it as well. Well, 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 then you're, you are, you are in for it, Hogan, because uh, you, you know that the Kings are, 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 when I say local hockey team, I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, yeah. every, every, Every Kings player and the, the managers and the coach, everybody lives in the South Bay. I I I I I've heard that. I there's yeah there 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 are a lot of a lot of great players on, on that. that team. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. you know if uh, anyone out there, no. Uh, but seriously, yeah, that <laughs> that I would uh, I would I would love to. No. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll we'll face hopefully. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Kelly can hook Hogan, you up. Kelly back. can hook you up. Yeah, well, of course, we Kelly can hook you up. On that. We're working on oh, that. Yeah. Um, uh, Hogan, do you have um, any other entrepreneurs in your family, well, your mom, your dad, or you know, where does your entrepreneurial spirit come from? I would say that my parents are both very creative and hardworking people, um, and they've always had ideas, but they've, you know, so my, 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 dad, uh, my dad worked, uh, you know, 14 hour days for the past 30 years. My, my mom, um, she, she really helped because my, my siblings, we all traveled. Basically they were such hard workers where for me, it was one of those things where I, I saw what they were doing, but I wanted to find a way to, I, I, I guess, I guess being my age at 22 right now and knew it, knowing I had a little bit of time, I had worked, um, so my dad had worked in the city, but I had done at different banks um, internships where I'd saved up money. And basically I was, it, it was one of those things where when I came out here, I, I, I was, I wanted to, I wanted to do something. And by do something, I didn't know if I, I would never call myself an entrepreneur. I didn't, I didn't really know what that was. And I guess, yeah, I guess I just wanted to do something based on my parents' hard work. And I had a little bit of money to fund myself. Um, and I, I really respected banking and the things that I had done, but I loved it out here. And I thought the only way I could stay out here was if I created a way to stay out here. So I, I would say all of those things together made me more um, creative and made me execute on things and do it. 
Um, but also, too, I will say, when I was younger, my biggest thing has always been, like, things that bother me, I've always wanted to fix them. So they're, I love big brands, big companies, Patagonia, Nike, Kawaiaki, but the Swiss Army knife, the tweezers, chapstick, post-its, things like that, fall chain, I think are the coolest things because they're essential items that everyone uses, but they're so overlooked. And for me, it's one of those things where now if we could find those overlooked things that are harming the environment and make them environmentally friendly, that will allow me to continue to keep doing what I love, but then also be able to support so I want to have a family one day and like be able to support like my family and future generations where, you know, I, it would have been, I, I don't want to say selfish, but if I came out here and just surfed the whole time, I, I would have felt, you know, a little guilty after all, all the hard work that my, my family had put in. And, you know, yeah. So for me, I think bringing it back full circle, that's kind of what it, what it came to be. And I, I guess the word is entrepreneur now, but you know, it's, yeah, I'm just doing stuff, having fun and learning as I go. Is anybody else uh, having visuals of bumper stickers that say Hogan for president? Anybody? Anybody else? <laughs> no, you're, you're no, you're a big picture thinker. I like that. I like that a lot. You're looking at yeah, the little things right. and thinking big picture. Um, no, that's fantastic. Uh, what a great, what a great hour, uh, Joe. Uh, well, actually, Hogan, yeah. give us uh, give us contact information. Give us your address for the store. How can people get in touch with you? I know all the kings are going to be calling you because they want to use your 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 hockey wax now. I I, I would <laughs> I would love that. Uh, so our address is 4103 Highland Avenue, Manhattan Beach, California. Awesome spot. Um, and then my contact information, my personal cell number is 914-355-0052, East Coast. Um, but love the West Coast. And then the, my, our, the company Instagram handle is Ustoked, and the website is Ustoked.com. And um, honestly, for anyone that was listening, truly appreciate any and all support. Um, just very happy to be in this incredible community. And, um, you know, if there's any way that we here at you can help make a difference and, uh, you know, you. make it more fun for, for the community, then uh, we, we're, we're here and happy to be here. So please just let us know. All right, Joe, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Um, there are, there are, you there there are, are <laughs> few things uh more exciting than an entrepreneur that has a dream uh that uh i mean you know we go to disneyland uh quite often my wife and i and uh there's nothing like uh hearing about the walt disney story over and over and over again uh coming to california with a dream uh and uh Hogan coming to California with a dream and the dream being, I, I can't just be here. I got to do something while I'm here to make life better for everybody. Why don't we help the bees? Why don't we help the ocean? And uh, why don't we create a business? So uh, soon I, I, I expect uh, Hogan's going to be uh, employing all the unemployed uh, surfers in making uh, environmentally friendly wax, and uh, it's just going to be one big you party 
Uh, <laughs> Logan Peters, thank you for coming and uh, being with yeah. us. Th- thank you so thank much you. for having me, guys. And uh, there's there's a lot of incredible surfers, a lot of awesome people in this uh, in this community and worldwide. So uh, you know, I I have a lot of learning to do from them, and would love everyone's support. And you know, like I said, just super stoked. So thank you again. Thank you, Jackie and Kelly. What a great show! Always a pleasure, Joe. Everybody, listen. Have a very merry Christmas. Have a fantastic Hanukkah, and a very happy New Year. Yes, uh, uh, this is our last live. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kelly. No, no. Uh, I was just going to say thank you so much, and I echo Jackie's wishes. Everybody have a wonderful holiday season, and we will see you in 2020. Yes. We see you in 2020, and we're not talking about the TV show. We're talking about <laughs> uh, the year 2020, <laughs> a new decade, the roaring 20s. The twenty twenties are gonna be the year of you. <laughs> you Thank you everybody. With all your guys' support. Thank you, I, the support's the most important. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> uh,